This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Well, good morning. Welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to provide you with the best local real estate information that we can, straight from the sources, the people that are walking the streets of the Central Valley selling real estate on a daily basis. Uh, And that's probably the way to get the best information. Here we are just before Christmas. So, Welcome Home Radio's Christmas present to our listeners are our two guests today. <laughs> why, why are That's you laughing? That's not much of a present, Don. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, first, I'm going to start off with George Meese of Meese. George Meese Realtor is the name of your company. That's correct. Good morning. Good morning. And how long have you been in the real estate business? I believe this is my 43rd year, believe it or not. <laughs> So you've seen a few ups and downs and turnarounds. There's been a few, yes. Okay. And um, tell us what's new at your office. Well, let's see. Uh, you know, First, actually, I think you better describe your office. Well, the, actually, my office, the international headquarters of George Meese Realtors, is actually my home. I work out of my home, and I love it. You should see the dress code there some days. Um, and... So, as far as what's new, at the end of every year, we always try and load up with as much supplies as possible and, you know, get those last-minute write-offs, and and uh, uh, it's been a great year in, in real estate. I think for most agents, it has, and and uh, for me, I, I'm very satisfied. It's been a very busy year, and and look, looking forward to hitting the decks running uh, in just another week for the new year. All right, great, thank you. And you know, some realtors say they work from home, but yeah, you, I work you from got, home. <laughs> yeah, you do because that is your office, and to survive and thrive for forty-three years in the business means you actually do some work there. It's just that you've chosen to be that small, small office. Yes, it it works for me. I at at this stage of my career, I uh, uh, enjoy just kind of worrying about my own troubles, and my wife is of course working with me, which is a huge help. I would get nothing done without her. Say that again, please, because we want to <laughs> emphasize yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I better make sure she's listening. <laughs> All right, and, and she's very knowledgeable in the business because she's been an escrow officer, right? Uh, a notary, yes. Um, yeah, and she, an office manager. Yes, she uh, she has a very good grasp of the business, and and really, uh, and as far as some aspects of it, has a, a lot more knowledge than I do. Okay, we won't go there, but let's now go to our, our other guest, J.P. Shamshoyan, who is the president of Realty Concepts, and what's new at Realty Concepts? Oh man, uh, exciting times at the company. We've uh, uh, we just recently launched uh, our all-new look and feel. Realty Concepts has been around since 1991, so we are going into our 28th year. And after 28 years of, of little modifications to our branding and our logo and all that, uh, we decided to take it down to the studs and, and, and launch a whole new uh, 
whole new logo, whole new look and feel, whole new uh, set of colors and everything like that. So as you're driving around town and, and say, man, there used to be a successful real estate company around here, and now I never see their signs, it's because it looks all different. Uh, same company, but but new look and feel. And so I think everybody's just kind of getting used to that and, and, and wrapping their heads around that, getting excited about it. And uh, and it's fun times at the company, I'll tell you that. So no longer the green and white signs? No more green and white. No, we've uh, we've, we've gone, gone to Dodger Blue? No, no, not Dodger <laughs> Blue. Not Dodger Blue. No, we've got, uh, you know, we've actually got a, a whole bunch of complementary colors that go together. So, you know, you'll see some uh, you'll see some gray signs out there. You'll see some sky blue signs out there. You'll see some vermilion, which is this really pretty mixture of orange and red. You know, we had a had this super talented uh, uh, company out of Pasadena take care of everything for us, and man, I I, uh, I I'll just I'll never forget the feeling of seeing it for the first time and feeling like yeah, this is you know this is where we wanted to go with this. So it's been uh, it's been a really exciting couple of months, and and everybody's taken to it right away and been really excited about it. So uh, I feel fortunate to fortunate to get to work with a group of people who have enough trust in us to to allow us to do something like this. It was a really big undertaking. That great. is exciting. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently went through a logo change, didn't you, George? I kind of redesigned things a couple years ago, actually. Yeah. See, I remembered. So. I had a, a nice young millennial that uh, was able to help me design new cards, new signs, new stationery. Now, George, are you talking about when you went bald? or because uh, <laughs> That was a long time no, ago. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I'm in I'm in the middle of it. So, uh, all right. Welcome to the club, JP. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, the the two of you also hold unique positions for at the Fresno Association of Realtors. So I, I'm going to go to you, JP, and say, as the incoming president of the Fresno Association of Realtors for the year 2019, what's new there? Well, FAR, you know, I. I I feel so lucky to get to be uh, associated with Realty Concepts and with FAR because in both situations, uh, you know, there there are two very unique ways of of running organizations, and, and FAR is such a steady and constant uh, presence in my life and in the life of of so many realtors. Um, you know, we have done. Under the leadership of Mary Van Ness, uh, the association executive at FAR, uh, you know, for the 10 years that I've been in the business, with all these winds of change swirling around us in the industry and, you know, all the disruption brought on by new technology and, you know, different business models and things like that, it has been, um, FAR has done a tremendous job of making sure that uh, that all you know 4,000 plus members uh, are staying on the cutting edge. So you know what's new. Uh, my my leadership year is more about taking what's existing and making sure that we're doing the best job possible at it. So you know the mantra this year is do less better, right? And uh, and so we're you know we're trying to take a look at all the things that we're doing. And make sure that we're only doing the things that are truly important to our membership, and then doing the best job that we possibly can at those. Uh, so it's been a really exciting couple of months leading up to this. Uh, I was just just had my installation on December 15th, so I'm sorry, December 14th. Uh, so I'm I'm a little bit more than one week into it. Um, but 
you know, that's the great thing about FAR. It's, it's not so much about what's new. It's about the continuation of, of the great work that we're already doing, you know. And it's going to be hard to mess up this year because you've got a great assistant, uh, so to speak, in George Meese yeah, yeah. Uh, as the MLS director, so in charge of the multiple listing service. So what's new there, George? Well, you know, first of all, I am really honored to, to hold this position. I actually held it back in 2006, and so everything looks new <laughs> if you look at it that way. Uh, uh, but... I, I totally agree with J- what JP said. You know, the MLS committee uh, uh, grapples with uh, changes in technology and, and uh, the rules that allow us all to uh, work together in a, in a spirit of co- cooperation. And so it really is just to continue to, to monitor our industry and, and make sure we're doing the best to serve our members uh, so they can uh, prosper in this business. And, Don, if I may, real quick, I have to say it's such a tremendous honor for me to get to do the, uh, do this this year with George because when I was a brand-new realtor and, and had no business doing uh, you know doing any kind of a leadership position, George took me under his wing as the co-chair of the Community Outreach Committee uh, at FAR and kind of showed me the ropes. So to get to do this with him at my side, uh, it just, you know, things come full circle, and, and I – uh, I couldn't have picked a better person or a person who I'd rather do this with. So, uh, Thank you, JP. Yeah. Now, All right. Do you need a tissue? <laughs> hey, and with those, uh, those, um, what, what am I trying to say? Kind what, words. Those gracious thoughts, <laughs> yeah. we are going to go to our first commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have the 2019 president of the Fresno Association of Realtors here, JP, that's John Paul Shamshoyan. You got it. And also George Meese of Meese Real Estate. In fact, we know that George will be home for Christmas because you've said that's your home office. That's correct. Good morning again. <laughs> Good morning. So, uh, Hey, in case you get all those calls on Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and they want you to work, you're prepared. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 43 years, I, I could imagine it, it's happened at least 39 times. Yep. Okay, George, you're you're the uh, 2019 chairman of the Fresno Multiple Listing Service. Let's talk about the power of MLS. What does that do for the agents, which in turn does something for the consumer? Well, the MLS is a, a really a powerful force for competition that allows the buyers and sellers to work with a real estate professional of their choice, uh, allows them to be confident that they're going to see the largest aggregation of properties that are available with the most accurate information. Um, for the uh, uh, for the agents that are members, it, we have a very unique business where even though we're competitors, we must also cooperate with each other to uh, facilitate a successful transaction. And the MLS systems facilitate that cooperation. 
How how does it facilitate it? Well, for instance, we we have a what's called an offer of compensation, and when when you go out and and show one of Realty Concepts listings as a, an agent from another office, you know in advance what your compensation would be if you bring a buyer and bring that transaction to a successful close. It, this is all worked out in advance, and it really helps our system move smoothly. So where does that, how does that affect the consumer? Consumer might say, well, I don't care what they get paid. Well, if I, if I could sure, step in, I'll, in. I'll give you guys a, an example of, of how it affects the consumer. My family, you know, on top of running the, uh, the real estate business, we're, we're pretty active real estate investors and developers and things like that. And we recently sold a building, uh, sold a building and, and, you know, did quite well on it and have, uh, uh, have some 1031 money that we have to place, which means that in order to not pay taxes on the gain that we've had from the sale, uh, you can uh, structure something called the 1031 exchange. And if you exchange the money that you made into another property, you can defer the taxes to a later time. But there are time, you know, there are time restrictions on it. You have to identify the property within 45 days. You've got to close it within 180 days after that. So, you know, you're really in this big time crunch to get it done. Well, we're looking for commercial property, not residential property, and we're looking all over the United States, you know, for for really any type of property that meets our return standards. And as we're looking for this commercial property, you know, we're not looking on an MLS. The the commercial world doesn't have MLSs the way that the residential world does. And so, you know, two things have happened. On multiple occasions, we have found good-looking properties only to find out that we not only do we have to pay for the property, we have to either pay for commissions or pay more for the property so that the seller pays for the commissions. Uh, and it, it has screwed up a number of deals for us where the numbers look really good, property looks really good, until we find out, oh, man, we got to pay 4% on top of this as the buyers uh, just, you know, just to get the deal done. The other thing that we have learned is that because because there's no standardization of, of information the way that the MLS does for realtors, you know, we <clears throat> I spent, I don't know, six hours one night looking at properties again all over the countries, hundred uh, country, hundreds and hundreds of properties, and you know, found thirty or forty great properties. We sent them to our commercial guys and they called all these different brokers from all around the country and I think six of them were actually available. So you know it, it makes it impossible as a consumer uh, makes it really, really hard uh, to to know what you're looking for, to have any price certainty, whereas on the residential side, you know that when you see a house that's listed for $370,000, you're not worrying about those commissions. The seller and the bro- their broker have worked that out already. You know how your realtor is going to get paid. It, you have cost certainty, which is a huge deal uh, on a purchase of this size. I like that you just said, cost certainty, and... Whoever the agents are who are doing a fiduciary duty for their clients need to have a certainty in income also. And let me put, you turned it from residential to commercial. Let me give this in a different way too. How about if you're getting your bathroom remodeled, the contractor shows up and says, okay, it's going to be X amount of dollars. But he doesn't, and then the uh, the subs show up to start doing the work, but they don't know if they're getting paid 30 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour, or 10 bucks an hour. So they show up on the job and it's like, huh, 
I'm only getting ten bucks an hour. I'm not going to do it unless I get twenty bucks. That's right. Yep. So now they have to go back to the consumer, to the homeowner, and say, "Well, you also now have to pay for this subcontractor." Yeah. It 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 takes away that cost certainty from the whole transaction, and the fact that all of this stuff is negotiated prior to even showing the property means that there can be certainty to the buyer, to the seller. They know what they're getting into. It it adds uh, sanity to the transaction. Absolutely. And JP had mentioned the accuracy of the information. You know, the availability is misleading. Uh, we follow strict rules regarding uh, submission of our listings, uh, reporting of uh, pending sales. Uh, uh, we have a three-day rule that that we all abide by, and and it it makes a, a buyer pretty confident if they see a and their agent if they see a, a listing that is showing as an active listing that they can show that property, knowing that they should be able to have a uh, successful offer presented. Okay, excellent. So you, you've got rules and regulations that that um, make sure that you have good, um, solid information. The information is critical, and, and and we just couldn't do what we do without it. I mean, it, this business moves so fast. Uh, uh, our our MLS is updated continually, and it's it's all live information. And to give you an example of that, um, I had a call from a client that said, well, I just, you know, I know you told me the house was worth 250000 but I just found a comp, and it's it sold for more than the asking price, and it sold for two seventy. so I think my place is worth more. So, well, give me the address. I went and looked it up. It did not sell yet. <laughs> it, it, it was... Um, and I happened to know the agent, so I called because it, it, it was still showing as pending. Mm-hmm. And the agent told me, no, Don, it, we didn't even get asking price. It mm-hmm. sold for less. So wow. how this mm-hmm. other website that's not the multiple listing service right. w- would publish erroneous information, I don't know. How, but it, it takes me back to the old party game where you put ten people in a room in a circle, mm-hmm. and the first person starts off and makes a statement and then has to whisper it to the person to their right and then that person to their right. And by the time it gets around the whole circle, it's all, the story's all different. Right. And that's a lot of how this happens. The multiple listing service is the original source of information. It is straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, you know, the other thing, there are all kinds of things behind the scenes with... with uh, this MLS information, we, we have very tight guidelines about how we enter the information, about what information we're gathering. Uh, you know, you, you'd be stunned as a consumer to know just how tightly we are regulated on the way that we report information so that when you see something or when you get something from your realtor, you know, you know, okay, if you, if you see something with two and a half bathrooms, it is Ironclad, you know what the, the what that half bathroom means. You know, you know, uh, you know that if you see that something is septic, it is actually septic. You know that 
if, you know, if you see that something's on public water, it's actually on public water. Stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's not just the commission and all that kind of stuff. It's the standardization of information and how we receive that information that's so important to the consumer. And always like, I liked how you gave the analogy of the half bathroom. So how often are the county records wrong when it comes to bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Often. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, yeah, quite often. Uh, how often are they wrong on square footage? Mm-hmm. Quite often. Uh, maybe not as often as bathrooms, mm-hmm. the bathroom count, but um, a lot of these other websites get their information off county records. Mm-hmm. The, Fresno, the Fresno MLS gets their information from the agent walking inside the house mm-hmm. saying, yes, there are three bathrooms. There's not two and a half. a being that has walked in that home and looked at them. That's right. Mm-hmm. And let's say there was a typo. Easily correctable that day. Yeah. So... Um, so what is the best way for a consumer to get information from the Fresno MLS? Well, I, if I could offer this, I would, if, if they have an agent, they, their agent could set them up with access to their website. Uh, our, our information, and it's one of the only uh, uh, websites that is fed directly from our MLS is Realtor.com, which I think a lot of people use according to uh, uh, statistics that I see, and and a majority of people find their first uh, find their home that they ultimately move into by searching the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know I think it's important for buyers to know. And if you're listening to this broadcast, you probably know this already. But you know, there's no there's no downside for buyers if you're looking. You know, if you're on the buyer side of a transaction. And you are just looking for properties. Hey, I, I want an investment property or I'm looking for my dream home. You know, 99 times out of 100, your realtor's services are free to you. The seller is paying that realtor's commission. So, you know, the best way to, the, the best way to get that information, Don, is to get hooked up with a realtor who you trust and like, uh, and you feel has your best interest at heart. They have direct access to that MLS information. And again, there's no, you know, it's not like calling an attorney where the clock starts where, you know, you're paying 350 bucks an hour every time they send you something. No, you're not paying for that realtor services on the buyer's side. They don't get paid anything until you, you know, until you buy a house. So just, you know, find a realtor who you like and trust and, and, and go from there. Uh, if I could mention that we have the tools to, to deliver to our buyers the, the listing information at the same time as we receive it, uh, our auto prospecting programs, things like that, uh, uh, are, are awesome tools that uh, I think really benefit a buyer. Okay, and when we get back from this commercial break, we're going to talk more about that. But stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. It's the most wonderful time of the Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, talking with J.P. Shamshoin of Realty Concepts and George Meese of George Meese Real Estate. And I have to admit, this is the most wonderful time of the year. I love to drive around town and see 
the pride uh, of somebody's home with all the Christmas decorations and the the festivities. That's great. I love it. Absolutely great. Now, in the last segment, we ended to go to the break, and we were talking about how the public can get that information from the Fresno Multiple Listing Service without having to go to a magazine or a website, how uh, they can work with their agent. So I want to ask this question. What, what, um, how does that work? What is the best way for a consumer to get their information direct from the Fresno MLS? Yeah. So, you know, I have to, uh, I want to be sort of transparent about something. The, the accuracy of information that you can get through, you know, we call them third party aggregators, but, you know, various websites that, that have information on homes, it's, it is more accurate than it used to be. It's still not as accurate as the information that you're going to get from your realtor, but it's more accurate than it used to be. But here's something to keep in mind. I, and I heard this from a, a former Google data specialist. And I, you know, as we kind of enter into this brave new world, uh, I'll always remember it, and I, I hope that our, our listeners always remember it, too. I thought it was just striking in how simple it is and, uh, and, and how true it is. If you are receiving something for free, then you're the product. If you're receiving something for free, then you're the product. So if you go onto a website, for instance, and you get a whole bunch of information about a whole bunch of houses, and it doesn't cost you anything, always remember that you at that point are the product and I'll give you an example. So you go on to, you know, whatever website and you just want to look at houses, right? You're, you know, you, it's it's no big deal. I look at houses all the time. I I I'm a serial mover. Uh my wife and I have lived in, you know, four or five different houses in the last 10 years. Uh and it's a fun thing for us, you know. So you're on there and, you know, you put in your dream house specifications and, you know, you're just you're just enjoying your evening glass of wine in hand and looking at houses. You need to know that at that point, you are cattle. Uh, you are cattle being led to the slaughter. Your information is being sent to realtors all across the, you know, all across our area. The bidding war is on. Uh, you know, you are going to start to get hit up almost immediately. Uh, so if you, you know, if you're not paying for information or if you're getting information for free, you are the product. So keep that in mind. Now, you know, contrast that to getting your, uh, you know, getting information from a realtor. You call a realtor who you like and trust and say, hey, George, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a four bedroom house in Old Fig. My, uh, you know, my, my, uh, the upper end of my price uh, spectrum is $475,000 and I'd really like a pool. You know, everything else I can kind of work around. George puts that into a uh, into a search uh, into a search for you. you. He sets you up a, a client portal. Now, every time that a house that meets your criteria comes on the market, you know about it within seconds. Nobody is is buying your information or poaching your information or anything like that. You're working with George. You know, you're getting the information for free, and you're not the product, right? Uh, and you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get access to all the houses that are currently on the market that meet those things. But just always remember that. You know, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. All these play, all these sites that you're going, and this is true outside of real estate too, but all these places that you go to and think, man, ain't the world grand, you know, I've got the world at my fingertips and it doesn't cost me anything at all. Well, it does. It costs you your privacy and it costs you your ability to have these 
you know, silent transactions without anybody knowing about it. People know about it. Trust me, our brokerage pays a great deal of money to know what, you know, to know what homes you're looking at, when you're looking at them, how you're looking at them, all that kind of stuff. And every brokerage does. That's the reality of the, the real estate world these days. So, uh, so if you want to have a truly low pressure, uh, you know, low pressure type of experience, you know, get that information straight from your realtor, and you can do it in such an efficient way these days. Uh, I, I just can't stress it enough. Yeah, I, I have to agree. The, the best first step any buyer can do is contact a realtor that they know and trust, uh, maybe referred to, to them by a friend. The realtor can set you up with a great local lender that can give you a game plan, and uh, a realtor can set you up with the portal, and you're on your way. Great. So, and that sounds like that has a lot of benefit to the buyers and sellers um, to get. And I love what you say. And if you don't mind, JP, I'm going to steal that from you and use it over and over and over again. I stole it from that uh, data specialist. So, you know, so, you're not you're not even really stealing it from me. You're stealing it from a guy who you, probably stole it from a guy. <laughs> you know? All right. But I like that. If you're getting it for free, you're probably the product. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, I went online to uh, book a hotel room, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, everybody knew I was going to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you know, I started getting stuff on Facebook ab- about going to Santa Barbara, and it's like, how do they know this? And then I realized, oh, oh yeah, that's it's amazing. I I, I googled a, a a brand new SUV, a new model that I hadn't never seen before, and I saw one, and all of a sudden on my Facebook page, it's this same SUV appearing over and over. You, George, are the product. I'm the product. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Who would ever imagine? Um, okay, so the MLS has a lot of benefit. And, and of course, let, let's talk about the benefit to the seller now. The seller uh, lists their home, and, and I think it shows that they're a committed, motivated seller when it goes on the MLS. I heard that um, after the Oroville Dam uh, breakdown a couple of years ago, the next day there was hundreds of homes up for sale that were in the floodplain <laughs> on Zillow. But, you know, a week later, they were off. They, I guess they decided yeah. not to sell. They really weren't committed. Yeah. Well, when you do list your home, I mean, it, your listing automatically is fed to many local and national real estate websites you know, giving a maximum exposure and hopefully two motivated buyers. But um, it will also appear on the local agent's websites, too. And so if that agent, your agent, is, is has you set up, you can search those properties on, on their personal websites. Mm-hmm. Don, you know, that that is such a uh, – I've never even thought about that benefit of the MLS. But, you know, like Zillow – and, you know, I, I don't have anything against Zillow. It is what it is. But – uh, but, but you got to take it for what it is, right? As or it a, is what that, it isn't. Yeah, that's true. You got to, you know, you got to be smart as a consumer. And and you know, one thing, one of my favorite things on Zillow is this, you know, make me move feature, right? Uh, and and I've had you know multiple clients over the years uh, call and say, you know, I got my house up on Zillow right now. It's living in a you know four hundred thousand dollar house, that, but I've got it on Zillow for six hundred thousand for you know make me move. Or even if they say I've got it on Zillow for four hundred thousand. The actual price of the house, but you know, if I was going to sell it, I'd, someone would have to give me cash. It'd have to be a 10-day closing. You know, I'm not, I'm not actually interested in selling it. 
Well, here's the deal. If something has, you, you cannot get a property onto the MLS unless you have a valid listing signed. Almost all valid listings have language in there that say, if you're signing this listing, this is a contract to allow, you know, XYZ brokerage to sell your home. And if you render your home unsellable during the term of this listing, you owe a commission. So, I mean, you talk about people having their, you know, putting their money where their mouth is. If you see a house, if you see a house on, on any of these other third party aggregators, yeah, maybe it's for sale, maybe it's not. If you see a house on the MLS, that home is for sale, period, you know. And also, if, you know, if you see a house and it says it's still for sale on the MLS, or your realtor shows it to you from the MLS, you know that it's actually for sale. It's not pending. You know, we, we have very strict guidelines about how quickly we have to report information. So it's not like these other websites where, you know, you find your dream home and, you know, your kids are picking out their favorite bedroom and all that kind of stuff only to find out, uh, yeah, that, Sold six months that, ago. that, yeah, that's been under contract for the last two weeks. Uh, sorry, it's not available. You know, you don't get that kind of stuff with the MLS. And I'd like to add too, it's not just a database, but it's an association of people. So, um, let's say it still shows active in the multiple listing system because the contract hasn't been signed, but the buyers, or excuse me, the sellers are showing up in 30 minutes at the office to sign the contract. They've already given their verbal promise to the uh, buyer that they're going to accept it, and uh, the age, the listing agent receives a phone call from another agent who says, "I know it's still active in MLS, but." Is it available? Well, that agent can give good information. And the, the better the information uh, and the more cooperative the information, um, the better their relationship is going to be down the line. Absolutely. So it is an association of people, not just a database. Absolutely. And that is where we good have point. our beat. And with that, we're going to our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio with me, pre-Christmas, is George Meese, Realtor, and J.P. Shamshoyan, Realtor. And um, George is the MLS Chairman for 2019. J.P. is the president of the Fresno Association of Realtors for 2019. I think we we ought to take this time to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holiday, whatever your whatever your gig is, do it right and, and have fun have with it. Have a great one. All right. Let's talk about your vision for the upcoming year, 2019. And I don't, I'm not... At this point, I, we don't need to talk about vision for FAR, MLS. How about the market? That's what our consumer wants to know. I, I heard something that the wind was shifting, and so might the real estate market. Hmm. What do you hear? You want to take a crack at that, or you want me to go with it, George? Either way, I'd be happy to well, at least step into it, and you can uh, Well, this is our final out. segment, age, so you guys age, work be, it out. Age before beauty. You want to go <laughs> okay. rock, paper, scissors? No, you, you go first. You go first. Yeah. JP, well, he's got you both ways. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my feeling is we're looking at a more balanced market than what we've been experiencing. Uh, I believe we will have appreciation around, if I, looking at the crystal ball, maybe around 4% for, for next year. Uh, uh, 
predictions of higher interest rates may or may not uh, come to pass with uh, with what I'm seeing at the stock market. Um, JP, you want to bail me out? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, we look at stats every week uh, on the brokerage end of things, and, and I, I have to be careful in how I communicate things because I'm a, you know, a true blue Armenian pessimist. And so <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I always have to, you know, kind of collect my thoughts before before speaking. But I really don't think that people have any reason to be concerned. I do think that if you're a seller or if you're considering selling your home, you need to be aware that, you know, March of 2019 is going to feel a lot different than June of 2018 did. You know, when I say March, you know, 2019 is going to feel a lot different than the than the you know spring and summer of 2018. Um, one one of the stats that I look at every week is just number of price reductions. Uh, you know, I, I use that as an indicator to see, you know, are things moving? Are things going stagnant? What's that look like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, to to put things in perspective. This summer, we were listing, you know, in in the Fresno Clovis area, we were listing 225, 250 homes a week, uh, and we maybe, maybe at our peak would have 20, 30, 40 price reductions per week when things were really humming along. Right now, and th- this is seasonal, this is part of the deal, but right now we have, we're you know, we're listing maybe 150 homes a week. And we have, I think last week we had 136 price reductions. The week before we had 157 price reductions. You know, a five-fold increase over what we were seeing in the uh, spring and summer. So what does that mean? Well, it's nothing to be scared of, but it does mean that for all the sellers out there who had the strategy of, hey, this market is humming along, everything looks good, I'm going to list my house for... You know, my my neighbor four houses down just sold their house for three hundred thousand. I'm going to list mine for three hundred thirty thousand. I'm sure I'll get it. That's probably not going to happen anymore. I mean, we need to be realistic about uh, about you know what what's happening. So, George, I love the word that you used, balanced market. I I've been in this business for ten years. The first five years, well, uh, the first three and a half years were totally, totally, totally a buyer's market. We were coming out of the teeth of the recession. After that, like overnight, the story flipped and it became a total seller's market. You know, everybody, you know, lots of investor money coming in. Uh, people were recovering from their short sales, their foreclosures. Lots of uh, lots of buyers out there. I think that, you know, for the first time in my 10-year career, we're looking at just a normal balanced market, which is nothing to fear. I, I think that it's actually, you know, a good thing. Uh, it, it means yeah. that buyers can afford to buy homes. And sellers are getting fair prices for their homes. No, nobody's getting nobody's getting bent over here. You yeah, know? I agree. I mean, it's it's going to be very important to make sure you price your home properly Absolutely. going into it. Yeah. Absolutely. And the hard part in this market right now is many sellers, especially those that go to the wrong sources for their data, their information, they're still appreciating at eight or nine percent. So you're right. Yeah, somebody sold their house down the street for three hundred uh, nine months ago, and now they're thinking they can get, you know, three twenty. But yet the buyers are now 
that that curve is widening. Widening. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Buyers are saying, "Well, I'm pay. I'd love to pay you three twenty, but I can't." Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, if if I can steal a little bit more uh, airspace, the interest rate picture has not been good for the last year. Uh, all pessimism aside, I mean that you know facts is facts. Uh, interest rates are a lot higher today than than they were a year ago at this time, but uh, lenders, in recognition of that, are coming out with with cool new products all the time to make it easier to to borrow money to buy homes. So, you know, uh, one part of that is federal regulation. I mean, in, in Fresno County, and I don't know the numbers exactly, but uh, we've seen a, a fairly dramatic increase in uh, in what is considered a conforming loan. Well, what does that mean? Uh, you know, it used to be something like four hundred seventeen thousand and right. change. Uh, for your conforming loan, I think now it's up to uh, close to five hundred thousand. Right, four eighty something. Yeah, so so you don't you know you don't need to pay extra high. Uh, what that would mean if you were buy if you were getting a loan for more than four hundred seventeen thousand, you had to pay an extra high interest rate uh, to mitigate some of that risk for the lender. Well, now because it's it's a conforming loan, it's underwritten by the federal government. Uh, uh, you don't have to pay that extra bump in in basis points. So, you know, yes, the interest rate is higher, but there's some relief coming uh, in other ways. So, you know, all is not lost. Don't you know? Right. Don't don't feel like don't feel like you missed the boat for two reasons. Number one, what I just talked about, and number two, those you know that four percent interest rate is probably not coming back anytime soon. So, I would not sit around and wait for that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and also for the entry level buyers, the FHA loan limits have also that's increased. Right. Yeah. Um, do you know how much? You know, Donna, Way to put him on the spot. Yeah. Huh? I mean, geez, <laughs> Donna, uh, let me call my favorite lender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hey, at least it's up. It was at the FHA max was at two ninety four five, right in there. Um, so probably three fifteen, three twenty. Like it that, would be my guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll have to call my favorite lender too. So. You know, they always say, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. <laughs> well, here we are. I'm sorry, George. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. So do you? What, what's your prediction from both of you? Uh, where's the interest rates going to be at December of 2019? Oh, mama. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, honestly, I don't think that they're going to go up much higher. I think that we're going to see the economy falter a little bit. Um so, you know, maybe I, – I, God, if I had to guess, I would say that they're an eighth of a point higher than they are today. Maybe a quarter of a point. I'd be stunned if they were any higher than that. That's not much yeah, of no. a change. No. No, and I agree. I, I mean, earlier we were hearing predictions of, of pretty wide swing in interest rates, but lately I, it, the prognosticators have been backing off on that. Mm-hmm. And, and you almost you almost hope for a wider swing, because that means that the economy has continued rocking and rolling. I guess the you know the reason for my optimism is my pessimism. I think that you know I think that we're going to see like I said a slowdown in the general economy. And the only reason that the Fed feels empowered to keep on raising rates like like they are is you know they they raise the rates, see what happens with the economy. If if it's unaffected, then they raise the rates again. Well, I think that we've kind of hit a an inflection point here where, okay, now the economy is, you know, the stock market's starting to respond. Uh, you know, hiring is starting to slow. It's certainly affecting the housing market. So I'll be surprised if we see 
you know, again, if they're raising them an eighth of a point at a time, you know, maybe another two bumps. If it's more than that, then great. The economy's killing it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. can't lose. How about prices? Let's say a home that's priced at $250,000 December of 2018. It's valued it at that. Um, where do you think it's going to be? And, and by the way, not holding you to this, although these do get podcasts, we'll mm-hmm. be able to go back and <laughs> and correct you mm-hmm. in you case you're wrong. Crystal balls are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go, well, you go well, let's first. start off with George. Where do you think that two hundred fifty thousand home is going to be in December of two thousand nineteen? Well, I I would say somewhere uh, three to four percent appreciation. So you know maybe two sixty five. Okay. Better check your mouth. Uh, yep. JP? <laughs> $250,000 house a year from now? Yeah. $250,000. I think we're just going to be flat. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I again, not up, not down. If I truly think it's a balanced market, what, is, you know, what does balance mean? Well, you know, probably not going to see a whole lot of appreciation. I hope it happens. Uh, I agree with George. If it does happen... Next year, 2019 is probably not going to be one of those, you know, killer nine to twelve percent appreciation no. years. No. But you know, modest two to three percent. Yeah, I could see that happening. I just, I think it's more in my mind, maybe more likely that that we just see kind of n- no growth, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. We've just gotten through, you know, years of double digit growth, you know, years of double digit appreciation. Uh, and that creates imbalance. I'm a big, big fan of balance. So yeah, I, I think our area is really a sh- shining spot in the state when you look at the real estate. Now that too. that part is true. We might see if George is right. I think <laughs> that he's going to be right because Fresno is such a. I mean, you talk to brokers from other areas. Yeah. Uh, Fresno is seen as a real. Uh, real hopeful spot for growth and and opportunity and there just is no opportunity uh there just is no opportunity in in other areas we're very affordable when you look at the that's right rest of the state yeah in fact uh our average price here in the valley is much like the average price throughout the nation Mm -hmm. it's just we're about half of what all of california (laughs) is right so amazing what a little ocean does for you yeah pacific ocean no kidding um, I think we should take this time to tell all our listeners Merry Christmas, have a Happy New Year, and uh, or Happy Holidays. So, yeah, and I want to thank you guys for coming in today and helping out. Don, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you and yours. God bless all of y'all out there, and uh, and have a great 2019. See you next year. All right. Hey, we'll have you guys back on next year too. To Especially in December 2019. See if you guys were correct. There we go. That's a deal. Can't wait. All right. Happy holidays, everyone.